I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, through Queen. queen. Uh, this is episode 79. So no man tells you what to do. Hi, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. I'm proud to announce that I believe we're both well this week. We're back on Earth. Um, uh, we got some feedback from last week's episode that we were unwell, but in a good way. Yeah. So hopefully we didn't scare you. Yeah. It's just not sustainable, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here we are, and about one bajillion things have transpired since last week there's so much news and i mean like this time of year there's always a lot of news because halloween oh yeah there's like a lot of things i care about because like you love a costume you like see which housewives dressed up what they dressed up as you see um the The morning talk morning talk and all that um yeah so why don't we get into the news yeah we'll go a little chronologically to stuff that feels like a month ago yeah and I guess that would kick it off with the whole Andy Cohen, Kathy Griffin showdown. Right. So Saturday morning. Well, no, start it with Friday. Andy was interviewed by TMZ, arriving in California on his way to shoot the, the Orange, County Orange County reunion. reunion. Uh, and he's asked, oh, like, what's going on? Are you excited to do New Year's Eve with Anderson Cooper and CNN? Are you guys preparing yet? Blah, blah, blah. And then they bring up, oh, like, how, like, do you have anything to say to Kathy Griffin? Gre- <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure you're well? No, I am. I'm well. Uh, and he's like, I don't know her. And then the TMZ guy just keeps going like, oh, you know Kathy, like, da-da-da. And he just keeps playing the Mariah Carey shtick. Yeah, and the TMZ guy, like, 
didn't seem to know, like, get the reference. The shtick, yeah. And there was, like, much to do made about it. Well, yeah, that that had its own thing on Friday. Yeah. And, like, I didn't love it. I feel like he had to have been, like, there had to have been a conversation as to how they will address the fact that he's replacing Kathy Mm -hmm. for the show. And I can't imagine this was the media plan. Yeah, I'm, like, I have mixed feelings about it. Because, like, I got the reference right away. I think it went... I think it went on way too long and he should have just like stopped talking or something. But yeah. like there, there was a very intense reaction to it that I didn't understand. Yeah. Like I thought it was like maybe a shitty thing to say, but like it also was a joke from a very unserious person. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I would have been fine with, I would have been better with it if he just ended it with like, I wish her well, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all you gotta say. And then nothing would have really happened. You also don't have to say anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. You yeah. could ignore the reporter altogether, I guess. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So then Kathy gets on the YouTube machine on Saturday morning. She and- says, if you have 17 minutes to spare, watch this video. You know what? I had 17 minutes. I had 17 minutes, and boyfriend to the show, Alex, had... An hour, because he watched it multiple times. (laughs) And it's this, like, really... It's a really weird... Okay, you've probably seen it by now. If you listen to this, then you must have seen it. But, (laughs) like, the setup of, like, where the camera is is really unwell. And, like, the lighting is, like, so insane. And she goes on this diet... Not diatribe. I guess telling a story about, like, Harvey Levin... TMZ, TMZ, women, Trump, Lisa Bloom, all them, and then like it'll cut, and all of a sudden she's talking about Andy Cohen, and jumps back and forth a lot. And the big thing about Andy Cohen, the big reveal was that she alleges that Andy offered her coke twice, the two times she did a show, like before the show. Yeah, which I think all this story does is paint. Andy is a bit of an asshole who likes to party to me. Yeah. And like, that's an unprofessional thing, obviously for a boss to do. Yeah. Well, since his show consists of interviewing people who are employed by Bravo, mm-hmm. it's like, there is the weird relationship. Yeah. And the line's really weird because they're like also drinking. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. But do you think, do you personally think that she was offered coke by Andy Cohen? Well, the thing is, it doesn't make... I, I, I could imagine a world where coke has been ingested at the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. But, like, the story... Like, she's known for being sober. Right. It's, like, a big... Part like, of her thing, I think. Yeah, and, like, she... Her even... Her thing with her mom, like, is, like, a joke about how, like, her mom's always drinking, drinking wine, yeah. but, like, I'm sober. Yeah. So that part, like, feels a little weird. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, also the way she told the story with just jumping all over the place, like, I... It was hard to pin down, like, what the thesis statement was. Right. The parts with Andy seemed to... The fact that it was paired with the stuff about Harvey Levin seemed to like hint at some collusion between yeah. Andy, Andy and, and TMZ. TMZ, which like I don't know if I see. 
Yeah. I don't see, like, Harvey and Andy in cahoots. Right, because, like, Andy's, like, a well-known, like, liberal, and Harvey's, like, obviously a trompeta. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, some of the more interesting stuff to come out of the video that people aren't really talking about that much. That, like, Trump calls Harvey, like, once a week once a week. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. I mean, it was blown up into this huge thing, and I didn't really have, like, anything to say about it. I will say, like... I don't think there's a winner in this story. No. Like, no one looks great. No one... I don't, it's just... Eh. Yeah. It is what it is, but we're here to report on it. Yeah. Because that's our... That's our Unpaid beat. internship. <laughs> that's our unpaid beat. <laughs> um, also on Friday... Yeah. The news came out. Straight from the OC reunion... Straight from the OC reunion, Shannon gave an interview before the reunion started to People Magazine, and Shannon and David Bedore are separated. And it seems like they've been separated for a little while? Yes. Especially with that post that Shannon made today on her Instagram. It was like Archie in like a water feature at a park, and she... like. Shannon was like, Archie no longer has a big pool to splash around with, but every time we go to the park... He splashes in this, which was very interesting to me because I guess when I think of like people divorcing and that sort of thing, I think of like the woman getting to like keep the status quo in the house with the kids. So do you think they both moved out? Do you think David's still in that house? Well, it was a rental house, right? Right. So perhaps they were able to cut the lease and just both get out. Yeah, but like, I don't know, for the kids' sake, you would want some sense of like normalcy for a little bit while you transition through this period and like where is Locke going to practice yeah well actually the ladies of Locke official instagram page has been very quiet since their premiere last year Mm -hmm. so something tells me they've moved on from that endeavor sad i believe we do have a call oh yeah we have a call related to shannon and david so Mm -hmm. let's take a listen Hey guys, this is Hillary coming through with a hot take on uh, Shannon Bedore's separation. Um, guys, I just want to say I am so happy that they are separated because this poor woman is miserable. Um, I mean, we saw this coming because they renewed their vows, and as we know, um, I'm sure this extends to real life, but particularly in like the Housewives universe, um, a valid renewal means that you are getting divorced. So I'm very relieved that Shannon and David are separated. Um, and I hope that she's going to be able to live in her truth um, and, like, eventually be happy one day. Um, maybe she will even, like, get to meet a man who will, like, love and respect her, but, like, I don't want to dream too big. Um so anyway, just calling to say I'm really happy for Shannon, and I hope that she can, like, not be soggy about this, um, in honor of Soggy Flicker. But anyway, um, all right, bye, guys. Thank you, Hillary. And I agree, let's not be soggy about this, Shannon. Let's hold our heads high and push forward through this. I mean, I agree with the sentiment. Like, it's a sad thing when this occurs, but I think it's good for her in the long term. Right. Yeah. Like, it was inevitable. Sometimes you just gotta get through the bad to get to the good. And a single housewife 
is always a newly single housewife is always a great plot. I mean, mm-hmm. look at how we got um, what's her name, <laughs> Luann. Yeah, Luann. When she left Jock, and Ramona's gone through like three different stages of grief of singledom. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see it play out. And we actually have a ton to say about OC, which we'll get to. Yeah. Does is anyone else single? No one else is single on that cast. We'll see what cast oh, we even Kelly. have. Holy shit. Oh yeah, two single sisters. Two sing that's gonna be the plot next year. Yeah, they're both gonna come back. Okay. So in more somber news. Like truly sad news. It happened. Cookie to Boo Boo has passed away. The gray lady. And we saw I mean like like Shannon's separation, we saw this coming. She's off to go play with Pikachu and Pink Dog. On the Rainbow Bridge. The Rainbow Bridge. The Rainbow Bridge? <laughs> she talked about that on Watch Women's Live. Like, oh. someone <laughs> tweeted at her about, like, dogs go to the Rainbow Bridge or something. I always ask this. Like, I have a coworker who is a minister, and I always ask him about, like, the dogs and, like, yeah. how that works. The people, like, do we all go to the same place? Or, like, how does that work? I'm pretty sure we talked about this last week on this podcast <laughs> while we were drunk. <laughs> and, and how my heaven would not have the dogs there. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Okay, but uh, Cookie was 17. Which is pretty damn old for a dog. Pretty old. And that is, what's 17 times 7? I'll do the math, but while I do that... Nine carat... Uh, Bethany posted a very... 119. 119, wow. Old lady, gray lady. That means 19 years of Willard's Gone on the Today Show talking about... Cookie would have been on a Smucker's... Yeah. <laughs> jar. Okay. So, Bethany posted a video late Saturday night, which I caught, like, first thing Sunday morning, of Cookie having a seizure, mm-hmm. shaking violently. And it was one of the most jarring things I've ever seen on an Instagram story. It was the most jarring thing I've ever seen on an Instagram story. Um, and then she did, like, two follow-up videos where she was in selfie mode, like, crying and, like, talking about how she didn't know what to do. She didn't, like, that sort of thing. And then her, like, post... This is where I thought Cookie died before Cookie actually died. Mm-hmm. She posted a picture of Cookie, just a picture, like, from the side, and it said, say your goodbyes to this gray lady or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's gone. So I texted my sister, and I was like don't look at Bethany's Instagram story. Yeah. Because <laughs> my sister's a big Bethany fan. Yeah. Well, also, I would imagine if you're, like, a dog person, this would have been a fright. Yeah. Yeah. We we were at um, drinks on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and we told our friend Jamie, who is a dog person, not to watch. Yeah. Though Alex ended up showing her anyways. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, very sad. And she, like, she pulled it together and made it to watch Revens Live, even despite all this. But, yeah, and she has those two other dogs. Biggie and Smalls. Um, and she'll be on Shark Tank on Sunday. I'm actually very excited about that. Like, Same. We've really gotten into Shark Tank in this household recently. Same, in my household. It's, it's such a weird show. I caught up in it yesterday, and actually, this is like a very niche Shark Tank thing that I just wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that this season on Shark Tank, they changed those white chairs? No. Because I only half pay attention to Shark Tank. Okay, they changed, and they're all sitting in these white chairs for the first couple episodes of the season. Then, last week's episode and the week 
before that, they were back in the brown leather chairs. But in the Bethany previews, they're back in the white chairs. What maybe, is going on? Maybe she requested the white chair. I'm thinking maybe the white chairs when they have like their special guests because it was like when A Rod was on when um who's the Virgin guy the Virgin Virgin oh Virgin America yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Brant, Richard Branson or something? yeah I think it may, might be for the guests but I like them mm. but when they have guests they move Lori and uh, what's his name Robert to not be next to each other and I you hate that because I think that they in the long run are going to end up together. Are they both on their own? I think no, Robert was married. on Dancing with the Stars and married his dancing partner. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck? How long ago was this? Like a couple years ago, but they got married like a year ago. And this past episode, or two weeks ago, when they had like the photo booth company, mm-hmm. it was like photos from their wedding because he used that photo booth company. Oh my god. I remember the photo booth company episode. It's like who the Kardashians use. Alright, this is quickly becoming Sorry. a Shark Tank <laughs> So let's move on. Uh, we have more news out of New York City. Yes. Besides Cookie's passing and Bethany being on Shark Tank. So we got exclusive we're not going to name our source. Yeah. We got an exclusive tip on the Come Through Queen tip line aka a text message yeah. um, from someone whose friend was at a Halloween party where the cameras were up. Fear not. The cameras are up. And all our girls are back. All of our girls are back. And it doesn't, to, to our knowledge, there's no new girls, but that's always hard to tell when there's like a new girl starting out. Right. So let's talk a little bit about the photos we saw. So one photo was of um, Sonia and the person who sent us the tip. Mm-hmm. Um, the other photo was of Luann, and we'll get to her costume in a second, and the person who sent the tip. And then this was the best one that I then quickly sent to all of my family. We have Bethany sitting next to Ramona. Ramona and they're talking maybe it looks heated Bethany looks a little perplexed in that moment and then we have next to her dressed as Amelia Earhart Carol unconfirmed in a, though right or is it confirmed it's pretty much confirmed she looks like a pilot but also kind of looks like Carol's normal casual wear but just with like the goggles with like a goggle on thing on. Yeah, and she's like curled in a ball in a very Carol pose. And then we got, and then you can see the part of somebody with long blonde hair who turned out to be Tinsley and a camera's up. Camera's up with Tinsley wearing a Madonna, Madonna like a virgin costume. And Bethany's dressed like, I think a Barbie. It's hard to tell. The commenters in um, her Instagram posts think that she's Cameron from Real Housewives of Dallas. Who Bethany does not know. Um, and then Ramona has been recycling that same Oops, I Did It Again costume. Ramona has been living her life as Britney Spears in Oops, <laughs> I Did It Again. She's worn that costume at least three times at this point. And holding a microphone as part of her costume, which we all know Britney Spears never holds a microphone. Right, it's always the ears or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the women ended up posting a lot of these clips and photos to their own personal page so well before we get to the big one i mean uh sonia posted one 
of herself as Lucille Ball, and she kept referring to herself as Lucy Ball, which I've never seen. Like, oh my God. it's either like I love Lucy or Lucille Ball. Yeah. So she kept calling herself Lucy Ball. <laughs> Darin was Gaga, which was the last one I think we learned of. Yeah, in the like famous bubble dress that she used to wear all the time in like 2009. Yeah, but with like an interesting wig choice. Yeah, she should have gone for like a hair bow, and it was the same wig that it looked like Luann had worn earlier in her costume of Dorinda. Yeah. Remember that? Like Maybe was, they got ready together. They were just using that same wig, yeah. Um, Luann, in a truly shocking costume that is not getting the press... That you would have expected. That you would have expected. Like, a, like normally a Jezebel would have been all over this. She is Diana Ross with... An Afro wig, unlike anything you've seen before. And... I mean, Luann's like a tall woman, and this wig hits the ceiling. Yeah. And some sort of bronzer situation Yeah, that I can't believe people aren't outright, outraged by. It's not as extreme as... What's the Huff sister? Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff as... I was going to say, it's almost like it's getting toward that direction. Oh, it's it's on the spectrum towards that. Yeah. Like, it's clearly not just a makeup coincidence. Right, because, like, her chest and her arms, I think, also had this <laughs> on. Um, we were going to give her the freak of the week, but there's another freak that... You just do wait. <laughs> yeah. She gets the honorable mention, though. Yeah. <laughs> At least of all the costumes that we've seen. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll become a thing once this airs in several months. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, true. But um, good to see that the cameras are up. Wait, for a minute, I thought you meant when, when this episode airs as if, like, the our, our vast audience is going to... <laughs> <laughs> Make it into a controversy. <laughs> Are you still recording this? Yeah, of course. Oh. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? But it's, it is good to see that they are on course with the same sort of timing as last season. A little earlier, actually. We haven't had a Halloween episode in a long time. I feel like they... It was Halloween when they were out in the Hamptons, but they didn't, like, Oh, they didn't celebrate it, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since, like, roller skating Bethany in the middle of Times Square. Right. Yeah. May she rest in peace. Uh, Okay, so morning talk. This is really your forte. Well, like, the best thing is always when... The view. Yeah, but, like, it's always a pleasure to wake up and see who's who on... TV like the today the Today Show was lame this year. They were all country people. Oh, get a life! Like but get that a should life. Be up your alley though. No, but it was like an obvious. I don't know. You just... were at Faith and Tim McGraw. Were they those people? <laughs> no, it was like Matt Lauer's Dolly Parton and like Ugh. oh, it was on well. Uh, Hoda was Blake Shelton, and Who then was um, Megan. Al. Al was Willie Nelson. Oh, interesting. And Megan Kelly. Ruined Shania Twain for me. Shania's over. So I hate her now. Um, but let's talk about the view. Quick sidestep to Live with Kelly and, and Ryan. So they did the first segment as each other. Which was actually like 
pretty funny. Ryan's Kelly Ripa Dragon subsequent impression was like really good. Yeah. I'm telling you, they've got something there. I know you you've been like screaming it from the mountaintop. It's like fire in a bottle or whatever. What's that expression? Lightning in a bottle. Lightning in a bottle. <laughs> I was thinking of um you know Harry Potter, that like spell with the fire mm. in the bottle. Speaking oh. of Harry Potter, beautiful Dua Lipa Harry Potter costume this past week. But she's not a morning talk show host, so we'll I quickly can't move on. I believe I walked into that. Yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> so the view. So, as you all know, Megan McCain is the new co-host. She replaced our dear friend Jed yeah. as the conservative co-host. And The View, like, really tried to play up, like, her enjoy Halloween costumes as, like, political things. So, Megan, of course, was Little Red Riding Hood because she's the only conservative on the panel at The View. And she had, like, an elephant, like, patched onto her Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, and she... Came into the studio on a horse. Yeah, that was wild. Which was a choice. Um, and then Joy was like Pinocchio, but like Trump. It was yeah. cute. And Joy's been like promoing her book nonstop. Yeah. And like, I love Joy, but I'm just not interested in this book. I know. I don't need to read the ABCs of like the Trump administration, but I hope it's a bestseller. Yeah. I should have bought it just to like help her. Yeah, put it on the shelf. Um, I do have to say Sarah Haynes. Had a legendary reveal. She came in as the hungry caterpillar. <laughs> and it was all about like, ha, she's eating for two. Yeah. She's pregnant. Yeah. And then she transformed into a beautiful, still pregnant butterfly. <laughs> that is my mother. Um, I will say, Megan McCain got engaged. Yeah. So this happened like the next, like two days later or one day later? She announced it this morning on The View. But okay, it, like, yeah. it was reported last night. And the way she like was like... You guys may have read on the internet yeah. that I'm like engaged. so annoyed. And the other co-hosts, like, weren't excited about it. Yeah, they were definitely more excited when Jed announced. Yeah, there was, like, more fanfare. Megan's just, like, they're getting, like, fights that they want. Like, actually bitter-seeming fights. Yeah. Between, like, Megan and mostly Sonny or Joy. Mm-hmm. But, like... It's, I like a sisterhood better. Yeah. This is, this is not fire in a bottle. Yeah. It's like fire and ice. It's like a fart in a bottle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of farting, and by farting I mean fainting. Good. Good try there. (laughs) Oh my God, are you the drunk one this week? I'm not even. (laughs) Oh my God, this was actually so scary. Wendy Williams, dressed as Lady Liberty, the Statue of Liberty, fainted live on television. And the video is almost as disturbing as Cookie to Boo Boo seizing for 45 minutes. It's like up there with um, that woman who was reporting on the local news and like the Darisim or whatever. Wait, I th- the one like, who, wasn't she like reporting on the, the Grammys or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, it was a Darisim, whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, Wendy said she just overheated, but a lot of people online are like, that was more than overheating. Like, something yeah. wasn't well there. Like the sur- slurred speech? Well, maybe I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to faint right now. <laughs> um, but uh, people are also, people were quick to make the joke about, like, how telling it is that she was dressed as the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. fainting. But I, like, am not 
I don't think I'm at the level where I want to joke about that yet. Yeah. So. It was scary. It was scary. All right. Speaking of scary, um, the Vanderpump Rules trailer <laughs> came out. <laughs> and we got a release date. Yes. December 4th, I believe. So they're like about a month behind their usual schedule. Yeah. So that really makes us wonder when Beverly Hills is going to come out. Because usually they follow them by a few weeks. I know, but right now, starting next week, we have four shows. Dallas will be on the ending track, but we have Mm -hmm. four shows. Four Housewives proper. Four Housewives proper. Dallas is on its way out. OC just... Dallas will be out before... Vanderpump Rules starts. Right. OC just recorded the reunion, so... Yeah. They still have, like, a bunch of weeks left. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably wrap before, like, Christmas. Yeah. We're in the early season, early part of Jersey still, but you have a theory that they might do a short... I don't know. It feels very, like, bippity-boppity, like, moving Mm -hmm. along quickly. And I feel like we've already seen a lot from the trailer. Mm Mm-hmm. We just really haven't seen the, the Italy stuff yet. Yeah. Unless we get a big, like, mid-season trailer that's just the second half of the season. Which they've been doing a lot more recently. Yeah. They even did that with Dallas this year. Yeah. Which isn't even a long season. But, yeah. Uh, maybe we are not, we're not going to get Beverly Hills until after the new year. Because with the holidays and stuff, I feel like that screws up, like, air times and whatnot maybe and that's fine i guess like after last season i'm not like jones yeah, for I'm not, it. like running they're gonna give us atlanta for like i bet atlanta takes up like six months this year yeah maybe longer like a special six-part reunion and atlanta looks great so yes um so vanderbilt rules so we just talked about scheduling for like a really long time for Gosh. no reason um Vanderpump Rules trailer, what are your, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm not looking forward to the fact that there was barely any duty in there. I know. Are they writing her off the show? Where's our girl, Kristen? All we saw was her throw a drink at James Kennedy. Oh, she threw a drink? I believe that was her throwing the drink. Oh. I saw, I just remember like her like holding a cup and like, um, Stassi might be working at Sur again? Maybe just like a charity shift, like... For pride or something. But maybe. Also, they showed Lisa at pride, but they tricked us. That definitely wasn't LA pride. Yeah. What pride was it? Probably Palm Springs. But I think that Palm Springs pride is happening right now. That's why friend of the show, Jamie Missy, is there. I don't know. Maybe it's like Sacramento. (laughs) Yeah. Because we've been discussing this for months, how... Or San Diego. It was supposed to be... The Resistance March in lieu of Pride in LA this year, and it was so there weren't like any there weren't any like floats. No, but I I think I heard somewhere like cameras were up at LA Pride with the Vanderpump Rules kids like holding signs. I heard that too. Yeah. Um. Cool. Um. I don't know. There wasn't like a cohesive story like Tom and Katie getting married. Like last season's trailer was so beautifully put together, and this was like. A song in the beginning, just like screaming, skanks. Like. It's like last season of Beverly Hills. Remember how like mishmashy yeah, that like trailer a, like was? You get like whiplash, like just yelling about nothing. Yeah, you see like James maybe making out with a guy. You see Brittany <laughs> hitting Jax. You see all sorts of stuff. 
Uh, what's her face? Ariana is like popping off a lot with no context. Right. Although I do love her haircut. And they sort of are presenting everyone who was broken up as like friends. Not broken up, but like everyone who had problems in the past. Like we mm-hmm. see Lala and Katie bonding. Mm-hmm. We see Ariana and Kristen maybe? Yeah, we see Jax and... Or Stassi. We, we see Jax and James. We see um, Lisa and Lisa... Yeah, I mean, it's always good for alliances to shift to keep to keep it interesting. Yeah, like Atlanta. Like it's not good where in OC the lines are so drawn in the sand. Right. So cautiously optimistic. Yeah, and speaking of sands, we we're going back to the beach. Beach. We got word that Jersey Jersey Shore is rebooting, but like as Flora Bama Shore. Or Florabama. Florabama. <laughs> um, the floor is Obama, as Dan said. Like, the floor is lava. Oh, my God. Um, so, we only really got, like, an article confirming that it's coming back. We got a little teaser that wasn't a real trailer. It was just, like, a teaser with, like, clips, audio clips from Jersey Shore, but, like, announcing Oh, my God. Florabama Shore. Then we got a picture of the cast. Which just looks like, to me... A regular, like, real-world cast. Right. Yeah. But, like, I mean, Jersey Shore was real-world, but with, like, guidettes. No, but, like, my point is, like, everyone in this cast kind of looks like... It's not like a cohesive, like, Guido unit that... Right. ...that Jersey Shore was. Mm -hmm. This just kind of looks like a mishmash of people. Yeah. And it's being filmed in Panama City Beach, Florida, where a lot of people that I went to high school with, like, would go on for spring break... Oh, yeah, you said you had a lot of thoughts on this location. It's just, like, super trashy there. I guess it's equivalent for, like, something up here would be the Jersey Shore. So I think they found that kind of place. So it's, like, rental homes and stuff. Like, rental homes, like, like surf shops, like, t-shirt shops, that kind of shit. that's it, that's it. Um, You've seen the Jersey Shore. (laughs) Yeah, but my sister lives, like, I want to say, like, 30 minutes away. Oh, wow. But, like, in a nice section of that area. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's beautiful down there, but, like, that particular area is just really trashy. So, mm-hmm. I we'll see if we watch this. I It's hard for me to get into, like, MTV and VH1 shows these days, yeah. except for one show, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's take a quick break. We're going to dive back into... Scared Famous, OC, Dallas, and of course, New Jersey. So stay tuned. We are back. Brendan, did you, space. did you watch Scared Famous? Yes, I did last night. I caught up. Jamie, our friend, has on demand, and I am staying at her apartment. <laughs> I f- like For the first 30 minutes, I was thinking, like, am I going to still do this? And then the last 30 minutes convinced me to stick with it. Once they started having to vote people, and you started to see the dynamics of, like, who's going to align with who, and, like, we're not just a bunch of people drinking and hanging out around a house, I think it's starting to come together. Well, that's, like, this is a first season of a reality series, Mm -hmm. so we don't know the rules, and... I'm not sure, like, production of the rules. Because, like, nothing's announced ahead of time. 
We're just kind of like falling into everything. I feel like this kind of happens on shows like this. Even like Big Brother, which has been going on for several seasons. Yeah. All of a sudden, like production just forgets to do whatever twist they agreed upon. Yeah, in the yeah, beginning. yeah. Um, very interesting to watch where Alaska is falling in all this. Well, obviously, that's our primary concern in watching this show. She, there's actually a compilation on the RuPaul's Drag Race Reddit that combined all of her screen time for this episode mm-hmm. and it's combined total of like three minutes and 40 seconds yeah but i mean like so either either she's gonna make it through a lot of the season and like they're just saving alaska for later or like she's out soon well i read the comments on the red <coughs> oh wow a chip um on the reddit and people made the good point that we didn't see anything from sasha Valor at the beginning of this season of Drag Race. Yeah, but I mean, that's like apples and oranges. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I am so interested that Alaska has already found an alliance. I know. Well, that was, I mean, spoiler alert, but go watch the episode if you haven't already. But they made it seem like there was this whole big alliance going on and Alaska's barely in any scenes. You never see her talking to anybody. And then after we learn who gets voted out or whatever, like... A last part of an alliance with the America's Next Top Model people and I think Tiffany, maybe? I don't know if Tiffany was, like, a solid part of their alliance. Or they just told her who to vote for. Right. But, like, we saw we saw them, the three of them all talking, and I think that makes a lot of sense because they are all the ones from competition shows. Yeah. And... They're being now pitted against the, the love and hip hop people. Plus Black Ink Crew. And Drita. And Drita? What, Drita was Drita? in that conversation oh, okay, with yeah, them yeah. when they were talking about that. And uh, what's his name was like, I think we should vote for Alaska because. Oh, yeah, she's strong. Well, I was thinking a lot about this. He used he oh, okay. is strong. Which, like, when we talk about Drag Race Queens, it's I got into this whole conversation in my head. I was like, isn't it interesting, like, when we talk about Drag Race people, like, a lot of people will refer to Bob, like, with he. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because Bob's a, bo- a male name. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. But, like, that was, like, obviously tinged with homophobia. It was just, like, looking for... I mean, this whole... This whole series... Is like really, I don't like seeing Alaska in this group. They're like dancing around. Like it's obvious that there are people in the um, house who are uncomfortable with her presence. Yeah. Because like they don't know what to do with the drag queen, let alone a drag queen who is also like gender bending throughout the entire series. Like, yeah, like if she's not in drag, she's in half drag. She's in half drag. Like the only time we didn't see her in, in like, drag drag was at the end but she was still like dressed up yeah and also the whole voting out thing didn't make any sense to me like does everyone see whose candles have already been snuffed to me that's a good point yeah i don't know if they know what they're doing here that's so weird oh my god yeah i didn't even think about that (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so i'm still in even though we're now in the the holidays. Get on your feet, and we're still got a scary show on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like American Horror Story does it right. Like They're American Horror Story now. is still going on, but it'll be done before like December hits. Yeah, 
and we've still got nine people in this house. So we're going to, we might be going till New Year's. <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a massacre. Uh, okay. Let's get to... Oh, but like, would you recommend, people? a lot of people probably haven't watched it because like we, a lot of people who listen to us are housewives people. Yeah. So would you recommend this show? Only if you have strong feelings about, about at least two of the three of... Alaska, New York, and Drita. Yeah, and but I hear that there are a lot of fans of Eva who is also joining the Atlanta cast as a friend of. True. You could get your early Ava. Is it Eva, Eva or Ava? I don't know. Ava. Ava. Ava, Ava Marcel. I think it might be Ava. Um, you get your early sneak peek of Ava who will be on Atlanta. And I like her so far, so... Yeah, I mean, she had a riveting moment this episode. Um, but we want to hear, if you're watching this show, we want to hear your thoughts. So call us at 717-47-FREAK and give us a little minute about what you're liking about this show, what you're not liking, and... Yeah, is this the VH1 celebrity renaissance you're looking for? Yes. Let's talk about... An OC renaissance? So, we've got something with them this was an episode was it because vicky was away in the hospital for most of the episode maybe so vicky (laughs) and this medical scare the diagnosis maybe high blood pressure it seemed stress and like being hungover well i can't remember who said it but someone said vicky's just been up for three days straight partying. And they showed a montage of her up for three days straight. And then they went on a hike, like a intense hike. It's like my family vacations. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> have you been taken to the hospital after one of those? No, but my uncle was once. Oh <gasps> my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not like a, it wasn't a serious thing. Like he thought he had something wrong with him, but it turned out that his feet were just sunburned. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, we're kind of, like, reliving the whole Peggy getting sent to the hospital, like, she needs someone with her scenario. Right. From last season. From when she was, like, helicoptered out of the... Oh, Vicky. Yeah, Vicky. You said Peggy. I got confused. I think maybe it sounded similar. (laughs) Um, So... From Glamis. What's from Glamis? Which what's interesting is that it's the two girls who were not on last season who ended up going to the hospital, right? And the girls who were on last season are like, I don't even fucking care if this is a storyline that comes (laughs) up at the reunion. We're taking shifts. (laughs) Well, that's the funny part was it's Kelly who was giving Shannon and Megan so much shit about not going to the hospital. Who's like, we're taking shifts. We're taking shifts, and she's like stuffing her face at. Like, 10.30 p.m. dinner. Which is also, I think, a part of the reason why Vicky went to the hospital and why all the women seem so loopy and actually interesting for the first time this season is, like, I think the time, daylight thing is really fucking them all up. <laughs> yeah, I, feel I like can like they're see drinking that. all day and then eating dinner at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And why are they always eating dinner at that same place? Like, the cafeteria? poorly executed... Well, because they're in the middle of nowhere. It's like, go to Ireland again. At least you can walk down the street and like go, go to a fucking <laughs> um, Go to the George. 
uh, Connor DJs. But like, it was also really telling that when Vicky was getting into the ambulance, covered by a blanket, by the way, um, they were all like sort of laughing, <laughs> <laughs> except for Peggy. Well, like Peggy and Kelly are just fighting the whole time, which is actually so funny. I could not stop laughing at this whole episode. To be honest. Yeah, I don't love when Kelly lashes out, but like <laughs> this like worked. <laughs> I love her lashing out at Peggy. I love Peggy being commanded by Deco to go to the hospital. <laughs> and then like all of a sudden she's on a mission that she cannot abort. Like she must go to hospital or she will disrespect Deco. Yeah. I feel like the OC Housewives love ordering like cod. Oh my god. I actually put this down in my notes when Shannon requested the cod be well done. done. Who in their right mind orders seafood well done? Like, do you want like a can of cat food? Like what is the game plan here? I hate to make this comparison, but it's like when you know who in the white house orders his steaks well done. Mm. Though, Shannon, you are nothing like him, even though you probably voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it was a good episode. What was in the trailer for next week? Well, we also have the, the Looney Tune fight once Vicky gets back. Oh my fucking god, I completely forgot about it I, until just this moment. But I love this cell phone footage. It was a cell phone footage, and I, here's what I think it was. Who? I think that the camera people... The went, nanny? The camera people went home for the night, but mm. producers were still around. Or somebody tipped off producers that this was happening. Or maybe Aspen's in bed. And the nanny... nanny is filming. <laughs> yeah, but it, like, it, what, that wasn't a camera shot. No, but it also wasn't a cell phone shot. Because it wasn't in, like... I feel like a camera, like a cell phone camera would have been, like... Horizontal. Well, no, this person is at or least vertical. Like this person knows enough to hold it like this, the right way. Yeah, like that's why I think it might have been like a producer who was tipped off, like to get out of bed and come through. And these women stayed up past four a.m., which. Ooh, have you ever done that? I can't. Well, I have. I just can't remember the last time. I sometimes accidentally do that because I oh, love. Yeah. Well, you do that in like a like a staying up watching TV sort of way. Well, yeah, because I love like I love a weekend. I love being by myself at night mm-hmm. um, on the weekends. I love like a chopped marathon or like something that can consume me for hours. So I yeah. often I'm like, oh shit, it's like four. And I'm gonna like feel like shit because I won't want to wake up too late tomorrow. And yada, I mean, yada, four yada. is aggr- like four is aggressive when you're just home. I just like being by myself. I I'm a I night owl. I understand. Like Christmas break when I was a kid, I would always stay up till like craziest hours, like chatting with people in like Harry Potter <laughs> chat rooms. Oh my god! With Dua Lipa, <laughs> <right>, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was my internet girlfriend that I had in middle school. Um. <laughs> What? She's also like 10 years younger than you. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, oh, the fight. The yeah. 4 a.m. fight. So Tamara and Vicky are finally getting somewhere with making up. Except Vicky is still, despite being on the mend, but also drinking a glass of champagne straight out of the hospital. Like, cannot... A, a glass? Uh, uh, <laughs> several glasses. Several glasses. Uh, cannot, like... 
she has a new man. Like, why can't she just at least agree that Brooks is a piece of shit? That's what I don't get. she still loves Brooks. Know, she's she still probably still talking to him. While with and new man. And she's like, she's got this like twisted worldview because she's been the OG of the OC <laughs> for over 10 years now. So it's like, she lives in her own virtual reality and she needs to be knocked down a peg. Like, the Countess. Well, that's why I was like hooting and hollering in support of Shannon. Saying mm-hmm. like, this is fucking bullshit. Because she's like, Vicky was not bending. Right. Despite the fact like Tamara in her drunken state thought she was. Aw, Tamara. Tamara's a bad person too. They're all bad people. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think OC actually like, of all of them, has the most bad people per square inch. <laughs> per square inch. <laughs> Maybe Jersey. But I thought you like loved Dolores. I know. Mm. I have some things to say about okay. um, what happened on Watch What Happens Live last night, but let's get okay. through the let's rest of OC. Uh, I think next week is when we're like pretending to be Vikings with like hats and like. I thought they've already been doing that. No, but they go to like a bar, a who and then holler in a restaurant slash bar. Oh yeah, thank God! Like get these women to a bar. Oh yeah, it's like Shannon is like interacting with the people yeah. and like she's like wondering if like guys in Iceland like a little more meat in the bones or whatever she says. Well, I like Shannon here. I feel like it's good that she, I feel like this could have been the taste of freedom that she needed. Away from David. She, yeah, and she, like, Shannon is a good time. Like, when she's just out going to the pub. Yeah. She's a good time. Oh, and then when she, like, pretend to be angry at Vicky for the chin on the hair. Oh, yeah. Like, street puppet thing. That was pretty funny. Yeah, too. they were, like, sort of bonding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dallas finale? Dallas finale. Let's talk a little bit about it and how it ended. And then we also have a call for this, but it's near the end of the episode. Okay. It's about the end of the episode. Yes. Okay. So we are at Leanne's engagement party. Last chance to run party. Um, Leanne's mom came into town and... Well, this episode was very, let's wrap this up, let's wrap this up, let's wrap this up, which meant Cameron didn't get on camera until 50 minutes in because she wrapped up last episode. Perfect. We don't. We don't need her. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No. I like I said a couple weeks ago. I think she adds something to the show that is good for the show, even though we think she's awful. Yeah. Um. So, Leanne's mom in a city, and at a time when we have a lot of moms who are stars. Um. She actually kind of seems like a normal. No, she seems like. Tamara's mom's like long lost sister. That's a good point. They look like very related. Both could be played by um, Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they haven't spoken in years. They go to therapy, and then all of a sudden, all is well in the world. Yeah, and like I said, I think Leanne has a good heart. <laughs> And I think she's well, a good person. Well, you are a friend of, so this is a bit biased. This is like how Meghan McCain has to talk about politics on The View. Mm-hmm. And it's a conflict of interest. But I sincerely believe that Leanne just wants to be loved. Uh, so speaking of Leanne, I think she pretty much confirmed that is going to be her maid of honor. And then we get pictures from Deandra's wedding that we haven't seen. And Deandra looked like 
the girl from Never Ending Story, like the little like prophet woman, mm-hmm. but like as a middle aged woman. And it was very jarring. There to were say. a lot of choices. Also, the wedding seemed to be held in like a Westin. <laughs> no, not the not the Simmons money. It seemed very um, a ballroom in a hotel, mm-hmm. which is fine. I think that's like that's how it go- that's how it goes. Where down in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do need to have it inside because the AC. Yeah, but like I I picture like not a ton of like big wedding venue-ish places there. Right. I like, picture, like, just rooms They don't hotels. have the brownstone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Let's talk about more about the party. Mark and Carrie come, and they, like, sit in a corner for a while by themselves. Oh, yeah. What's really... It doesn't make me not want to watch the episode, but it's jarring, is how every event, all the women have to, like, say, I'm not really liking Leanne right now, but... Out of respect to Rich, we're going to come to this part. Like, you're you're scheduled to appear on the scene, <laughs> right? Yeah, like come Stop on. Stop justifying why you're in, like going to the party. Um, I read someone someone on Twitter said something along the lines of like, it's clear that the engagement party was supposed to be the season wrap party, but they didn't get enough of what they wanted, so that they forced them to have this brunch. I don't know if I agree with that because we don't always have like. A firework battle at the season finale party. That's true. And like it was a it was a supersized episode, so it was just like so great. We had we had to include it all. Yeah, um, but the brunch was interesting. It's like here, come to my brunch for a person you all actively hate. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to this brunch out of respect. Like, what are you talking about? Like, out of respect to Deandra? Um, who, is the, who, who I think we can agree is the matriarch of this franchise now. Yes. Sometimes it takes a second season queen to become the matriarch. Are we, are we going to let Leanne not have matriarchdom? She's given so much. She's an OG. She's an OG. But not a matriarch. Mm-hmm. So who's like the matriarch of Jersey then? Or is it Teresa? Or is it Zia Melis? No, I, I would say it's either. It's probably it, like last season. I would have said it could have been. It could have been Siggy when she wasn't acting mentally unwell. Mm-hmm. But now Teresa has both roles of OG and matriarch. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And like as a matriarch, you can't be an, an unwell person. I think Teresa is the most unwell. No, but she's well now. Okay. This logic. Okay, let's get back to Dallas. The brunch. Everyone hates Leanne. Poor Leanne. Can we talk about D giving Deandra the keys though? Oh, that was a beautiful. Moment. Even though, even though in like the the ending cutscene, it says D kept us an extra set of keys and still shows up at nine a.m. We'll talk about the cutscenes a little later, yes. but um, yeah, and randomly in like a new office, that didn't yeah, track they moved for offices. me. Also, we have Mark and Carrie wrapping up by like Mark being nice and to Zuri. His daughter. <laughs> his daughter. <laughs> and like, 
the two of them got her a Birkin for her skeleton in the closet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read this cool book, this really good book one time about this. This cool book. This cool book. <laughs> Never mind. Actually, I'm not even going to go into it because it's such a tangent. You brought it up, so now you have to. It's about this man who, like, somehow, like, connived his way to the top of all the Birkin lists and, like, got all these Birkins. I don't know why I read it, but it was really good. That's so weird. I know. I'm. It's like... But actually, like, related to what we're talking about, so maybe Mark is that man. Yeah, it's like Sex in the City. Yeah, Lucy like Lou. the Lucy Liu episode, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Let's... Brandy loses her mind at the engagement brunch. Yeah. As God is my witness. <laughs> It's, like, so weird seeing her go from, like, baby to, like, maniac. Oh, my God. Her baby voice. Uh, do you think her and Stephanie talk to each other on and that voice when they're alone? Yeah, definitely. Like, that's, like, their nat- not their natural tone, but, like, when they want to feel good. They're just two babies. Two babies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I also love during the brunch where Deandra talks about the fact that she writes everything the women say. Everything the women say, she writes that down. That's brilliant. Yeah. I wish Matriarch. I did that. Beautiful The Matriarch. only time I think to write things down like that is like, I'm feeling a little too good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so we uh, have a preview for the reunion. That Did you catch that? Yeah. It looks good. And thank God we have two parts this season. They're not being disrespected with just one part again. And they showed us all like the like arriving stuff and like that sort of thing. So that's good. They're giving them its proper due. Yeah, finally. Um, I don't think we saw anything that's, like, life-changing, though. Leanne walks out. Yeah, but, like, everyone walks out. If you don't have a walkout at this point... Who are you? What are you doing? Let's go to our call, because they have some some thoughts on... Oh, yeah. The the ending credits. Yeah, and then we can talk a little more about those, because they were funny. Sure. Hi, Come Through Queen. I just wanted to say that the, the... Stuff at the end of Real Housewives Dallas is just brilliant. The snarky wrap-ups to every character story is just magnificent. Everyone in the world needs to be watching this show. That is all. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you, caller. Yeah, you didn't leave your name, but we think you've called before. Mm. So, um, the ending credits were especially funny, I thought, this season, this franchise. Yeah, the one we were just talking about right after the call ended was Cameron's, and it happened, like, it, I feel like it went from confessional of, like, Lan's not actually gonna kill somebody, yeah. and then it cut to Cameron's, and her first line was, Cameron isn't 100% sure that Leanne is gonna <laughs> kill somebody. Yeah. It was good. Um, and you share our sentiments that... This season of Dallas was amazing. If you, if there are any of you who listen to this podcast and don't watch Dallas, <laughs> you sound like a camera. Right I know. Now. I was trying. <laughs> um, get on it. Don't sleep on it. Wake the fuck up. It was just such a great, compact, perfect season. We had a perfect trip, a perfect finale, a perfect kickoff. There was D. Simmons 5,000 or 2,000 or 1,000 or whatever. The first robot housewife. Our first cyborg. Uh, yeah. 
It was just amazing. So we're very much looking forward to two parts of a reunion. And I feel like, have they done away with Secrets Revealed? I feel like we haven't seen that in a few years. I f- mm, uh. mm. <laughs> we might have to research that. But probably no Secrets Revealed. Okay. Let's... There aren't secrets in Dallas. There's no secrets in Dallas. Sorry. Uh, but let's jump over to New Jersey. Yeah. Which is still going strong, surprisingly. Yeah. It's good. Although, I have a theory. What? I think they let the Gorgaji DJs film all of this. All of the theories actually screwed up by the final scene. <laughs> but like, I feel like they, they let them film a lot of like the Gorga pasta promotion like after filming Wrapped. Oh, really? Well, remember we learned about Gorga pasta so late into their filming? I don't remember. Like, we only talked about it a few months ago. Hmm. Like, around the time of, like, when we learned they were filming the 70s disco rap party. I feel like it was before that. Around the time, though. Maybe. I don't know. But my, my point being is that, like, those scenes seem so set up. Like, when they're putting the pictures up and that shit? Putting the pictures up and, like, the fake fights and, like, Gorga by injection and all this stuff seems so set up. Like, I don't... And I feel like Melissa's trying her best to feel... To act annoyed. Mm-hmm. But, like, something doesn't read right, but I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I, like, don't... I don't want to fuck think with, about like, it. Gorga by injection. Um, we should go to Gorga's before it closes. Oh, yeah, Definitely. But also the fact that they're, like, pretending that this is such a, like, big business decision where they're just slapping their name onto this restaurant. It's an already existing restaurant. (laughs) They didn't even change the decor except putting up a couple pictures. Yes. And they literally only replaced part of the sign. (laughs) They left the, like, the prior, like, takeout and dine-in signs. It's so crazy. We need to go. Because it's also tiny. It's, like, as big as your apartment. No, I wasn't calling your apartment tiny, but, like, it's not restaurant size. Yeah, I'm not, like, a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's, uh, Dolores... Comes home from her date with her boyfriend with a doggy bag for Frank, Frankie and Frank. Yeah, and they're like, that was so staged, too. Oh my God, it was yes. like, let's get our muscles out. <laughs> let's get our muscles out. Be like building this bench. But like, also, why are we building furniture in a home that you've lived in for 20 years? Because they didn't have furniture. Oh, this wasn't her, I don't think this is her home. <laughs> what do you mean? You think it's like a... We're on set right now. Oh my God. Where do you think she actually lives? She moved into the dorm with Frankie. Yes, that's her home. Uh, I mean, you would know. You have an inside source over at that college. Yeah, our entire come through queen correspondent. Uh, Okay, and then Siggy crying about how she wants Josh to go to a, a college close by. I feel like every. Jersey housewife who has a college age child like has the same plot point. Right. Let them spread their wings. Go. She doesn't want to get in an airplane to go see him. Like, who the fuck cares? Let him live his life. Let him get a good education. We're not worried about you. Is he a good student? Do we even know? (laughs) I I haven't checked his transcript, so I don't know. Um. I thought it was one thing that was really interesting to me was Margaret learning about 
Siggy's party. She learned about it through her buyer or someone. No, that's Jody, the fan of Siggy. That is? But yeah. she also said she was her employee because they yeah. talked about commission. She, that's how she was introduced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was so weird. Yeah, I love how this this fan has really <laughs> wormed wormed her way into the show and then got her boss a tomato. In and the Marge is just there. Marge Sr. I feel like Marge Sr. is not living up to the promise we would have hoped. She's like a nice visual. Yeah. Um, so, including Marge Sr., there were four employees of Margaret's in that room. How is she paying these people? Is her line successful? She does have a, a functioning website where some things are sold out. <laughs> and but so does Sonia Morgan. But they are also... Well, I mean, that could... I think Sonia is sold out because of, like, stock issues. Mm-hmm. But also they're working out of Margaret's home, so they don't have, like, the overhead of, like, an office space. Right, but is it successful? Like, Marge Sr. is probably not actually getting paid. Throw some money to Marge. She gives her, like, a dinner. A dinner? One (laughs) dinner? (laughs) And then, like, this one's getting paid off of commissions, so... Mm. Interesting, yeah. Um, What else is there in this episode? Well, the Gorga Pasta tasting. Beautiful tasting. That first dish that they brought out was really good. It was, like, I don't know, like a tricolored pasta situation. Tricolore. Scary. <laughs> uh, Danielle coming through. Marge and Danielle are two sisters. Mm-hmm. Soggy's hooting and hollering like <laughs> three feet away. <laughs> when Soggy was leaving and then she came back to he like she did that like, move. Doing like a little like a little chicken peck or something. Oh my god. <laughs> She's not a well woman. Uh... Yeah. But then when Danielle was like Dolores, where's your honey? Is is Frank your honey? I was like, die. And Melissa earlier in the episode saying how Danielle is the most misunderstood human on the planet. On the planet. The whole planet. <laughs> like, not the most misunderstood human on the show. Or... Oh my god. Why didn't Danielle hold a meatball this season? I know, she really is, like, the heart of... Jersey. Jersey, what's going on right She's now? Just the glue. But I'm curious, I didn't miss Dolores on Watch What Happens Live, and you said something transpired that I should be aware of. Okay. It made me so uncomfortable. She had a surprise come in. It was her son Frankie from college, shirtless. <laughs> this Why? kid this kid is 18 years old, shirtless. Yeah, he's got like a nice body. But, like, hug, like surprising his mom shirtless is so unwell. Oh, she didn't know he was coming? No. That's really weird. Well, like, yeah, his college is, like, not that far from the city, but... Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. It's, like, probably, like, an hour outside the city. Okay, okay. But, like, unwell. So he was probably back in the dorm that night. Yeah, they probably sent a car up for him mm-hmm. and sent one back. Or maybe he hung out with Dolores afterwards. I don't know. Maybe they sat in the dressing room and had some cocktails. He 
he's too young for that. But then they did that after show, and he was sitting at the bar, and, like, some Olympic figure skater was behind the bar, and she was, like, outwardly lusting over him, mm-hmm. even though he has a girlfriend, and that brought up... It was weird. And the figure skater was, like, older than him, I think. Ugh. Is he still with the girl that he, like... Frank Sr. and Dolores wanted him to break up with. I feel like it's a different girl. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Well, I think that's it for Jersey. I have to say, though, the preview for next week looked a little boring. What was it, even? I, oh, because Teresa's away. Well, oh, she's on her family dad vacation. And the daughters. Oh, yeah, and they bring the cameras. I hate when they bring the cameras on, like, a, a family, vacation. family vacation. They did it with Heather DeBro. Yeah, that was, like, like, the most jarring We don't need ever. that. Um, yeah. So, shall we move on to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen? Yes. Okay. So, this week, the Freak of the Week, a fallen housewife from a fallen franchise, Joanna Krupa from Real Houses of Miami. Dan, in the past, used to identify as a Krupa Troopa, and I was, he took it back today. Yeah, well, I was a Krupa Troopa, partially just because of, like, the video game reference of being <laughs> a Koopa Troopa, uh, but she, I don't know, even know, like, why she is giving interviews at this point, or, like, what outlet is looking for her, but she, the, the headline is, she is reluctant to believe all the women speaking out about sexual harassment and assault in Hollywood. She says, I love Jeremy Piven. I've known Jeremy Piven for a long time. He's like the nicest fucking guy I've ever met. So I think people are taking advantage of the whole situation with Weinstein. And they're trying to make a living or they're trying to get famous. Jeremy never did anything wrong to me. He's always been an amazing friend to me, so I support him. Uh, So he's been recently accused of some sexual harassment allegations that he denied. And then Joanna also reference the Weinstein allegations. She says, I knew about Harvey Weinstein over 10 years ago. Did I have any situations with him? No. It's so weird, like, when these people come out and say, like, oh, well, nothing happened with me, so that's relevant somehow. It's doesn't make sense for people to comment on this at all if this is the opinion they have. Like, keep your mouth shut. And, like, your opinion's wrong and dumb. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, what are you trying to prove here? I... It reads a little bit like, I'm super hot, so, like, I don't know. Oh, I see what you're saying. And she was, like, also brought up on The View a week ago or so. For having some, like, controversial opinion on, like, plastic surgery, I think. Or, like... I don't know. plastic surgery? Oh, no, no. It was something about exercise, I think. She's, like... There's no excuse for being fat. Like, everyone can yeah. exercise. I don't know. I love when a housewife comes up on The View. It happens for New York a lot. Well, yeah, it's, we're in the city, so. Sonia came up. Oh, yeah, with her inviting a thousand people to her home. Yes. How do you, how do you disinvite a guest? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on The View. <laughs> okay, so the one true queen, you brought this to my attention. It is... Not a particularly notable drag, drag race queen. Not coming up on All Stars 3, but she did some super sleuthing this week. It's Jaden Dior Fierce. Yes. You might remember her from season 7, which is a lot of people's least favorite season, but I Who's like, the winner? 
Um, Violet. Oh, yeah. But it was like the Katya season. Mm-hmm. And Trixie. Snooze. <sighs> the season just wasn't that great. I know, but it produced two of the biggest stars I know, from the, the franchise. They weren't shining their brightest light at that time. Katya was, I think. Okay. Uh, so what Jaden did was recorded a segment from the very episode where Wendy Williams fainted, but had nothing to do with Wendy Williams fainting. Yeah, it was the segment, the trivia segment, which, which always stresses, stresses out. me out. <laughs> and I noticed it's actually a lot easier on Wendy than it is on... Um, Live with Kelly and That's Michael. Because nice. live with Kelly and Michael, it like they ask a really specific question mm-hmm. about something that happened on their show. Like it had to have happened oh, on yeah. their show. Wendy, it's more like I talked about this general pop culture thing. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> you, you didn't do it right. <laughs> but anyway. Because I regretted doing it like while the words were coming out of my mouth. <laughs> You're slurring your speech like Wendy. I'm concerned. Okay, so anyway, Jaden noticed that the guy who like was like who was part of the staff or like hired for the segment, uh, like punched into a wall of numbers to like retrieve a prize, and you could see on film, like the production person behind the the wall of prize options, handing the prize to the puncher. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like almost like what's behind door number one, two, and three, but and like, like... It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> so thank you, Jaden, for bringing that to our um, attention. Yes, thank you, Jaden. You are a queen doing some important investigative work. And would love to see you on like All-Star Season 7. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that is our show for this week. Thank you for tuning in. You can find Dan at IDKIDK. You can find me at NotBrendan. You can find this podcast on iTunes or Google Play or SoundCloud. But if you do find it there, while you're there, just leave a review. And we would love to hear your thoughts about anything happening on um, the shows in our orbit. So call us at 717-47-FREAK. Yeah, and if you get a nice little tidbit like that... Halloween New York tidbit that we got. Slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what's what. Uh, and that's it. So like, comment, subscribe. Heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.